0: Welcome to this edition of the Douglas County School District Growing Together podcast. We will be talking to leaders, educators, specialists, and community members about topics that matter to our students, our schools, and our community. Let's jump into this week's episode as we grow together. Welcome to 10 Meaningful Minutes. I'm Lori Lacombe, and today we are going to talk with Patrick Alley, about some other options than going on the college path directly towards becoming an electrician apprentice. And we're really excited about this today because that we know how important it is for our students to know all the options out there for them for education outside of DCSD.
1: So Patrick and I met at the initial Future Career Showcase, which happened three years ago at Mountain Vista High School. This is a collaborative effort on the part of uh, counselors district-wide to expose high school students to alternatives to four-year colleges. And what we do is we bring in a number of uh, apprenticeships, in addition the military and some other organizations, just so that kids get a sense of some other options that exist. So at the most recent one at, uh, I think it was Chaparral or Douglas County High School, Patrick and I uh, got to talking and uh, we decided it would be a good idea for him to join us on the podcast. And Patrick, I'm going to let you introduce
2: yourself and explain what that is because I think you'll do a much better job than I could. Sure. Thank you. First of all, I'd like to appreciate uh, appreciate you folks giving us this opportunity. Thank you very much. My name is Patrick Alley. I'm with the DJEATC. We're an electrical apprenticeship and we train folks to become an electrician, post high school. Excellent.
0: Wonderful.
1: Excellent. And let me let me ask you this, Patrick. What what is the trajectory of a high school graduate who decides that they want to do this, become an electrician, and they uh, they join your program?
2: Well, what um, what we offer is a career path that they, meaning the uh, candidate, can take. They can take it as far as they want. It is, in fact, higher education. Um, at the end of the journey, um, you have a skill trade in your back pocket that you can always fall back on. It's something that you can rely on for the rest of your life. And I, I say that sincerely. And the, the facts of the case are that you can take it as little as you want or as far as you want. And it's, it gives you options. And options are one thing in life that uh, everybody needs. So that's, uh, that's what we offer, and it, it's meaningful. Uh, it's a skill trade that not a lot of people uh, really want to mess with electricity. You know, it is a lethal energy source. It will take your life in fractions of a cycle. And uh, so it's got uh, some staying power. I believe it's something that will not be outsourced. Um, I don't think that robotics or artificial intelligence can ever replace it, because those two items of which, uh, you know, drones, all that sort of thing gets lumped in there with it, those things take power, and that's what we do, (laughs) is power.
0: Patrick, how long does it take a candidate to work through the beginning stage of this type of training?
2: The apprenticeship is uh, five curriculum years and we complete that in about 4.3 calendar years, so you don't really get a chance to let grass grow under your feet. Not at all. (laughs) You are in fact working uh, every day, earning a paycheck, uh, benefits, you're uh, gaining experience, and you're also going to school two nights a week during the curriculum year, and about 60% of that time is online, so uh, you're in a virtual classroom. You do come to the building, uh, for assessments, you come to the building for hands-on experience that you don't receive out uh, in the field. But it's a traditional uh, registered apprenticeship program where you're working with a, uh, a journeyman electrician and you're learning a skilled trade that you can take as far as you want.
0: Wow, that's quite an investment. It's yes, amazing. It
2: Absolutely. If you, if you don't
1: mind me asking, Patrick, what's the earning potential of somebody that goes into this field?
2: The, uh, the starting salary, just the wage that you get, is uh, uh, very, very close to 16 bucks an hour. You get basically a, uh, a 4% raise every six months. You are expected to advance, so you cannot just stay stagnant. You can't say, ah, oh, this is as far as I want to go. No, that dog mm-hmm. don't hunt you've got to keep progressing, you've got to maintain a, uh, a rhythm so that you can effectively, at the end of the journey, say that you are a journeyman electrician. And when I use that term journeyman, you've got to forgive me, it's journey person. Um, Thank you. And uh, consequently, I wanna make sure I'm correct in that, in that approach. But uh, you, can, you can take it as far as you want. I'm talking about earning power, there's a demand in our country for skilled labor, and that demand, uh, it doesn't just stop at the United States. It's, you can go anywhere in Canada, over in Europe, uh, the Middle East, and you have a skilled trade, intellectual property, that no one can ever take away from you, and you can use it to, uh, to have a good life.
1: So uh, how, much would a, how much would a journeyman electrician uh, make typically in a year?
2: Um, Their gross compensation, now this is the gross, this includes the wages, plus all the benefits uh, is right at $109,000 for 12 months worth of work at straight time. If you're working overtime, which a lot of skilled tradespeople are, it's more. Uncle Sam loves it, because you're paying more taxes. Right. Right.
1: (laughs) Excellent. And how, how common is it for an electrician to belong to an organization that has a, a pension included in it,
2: insurance? Are the benefits decent? The benefits uh, health care is free, you have uh, an annuity, you have a personal care account, you've got uh, two, three pension plans that go with it. So when you're done um, at the end of your journey, you can kick back on your back porch in your rocking chair and shake your head up and down. Yes, uh, you know, it's been a good ride, because you've, you've but you've earned it. It's not, it's not something that uh, uh, nobody's giving you a free ride. You're out there, you're doing a skilled trade, you're developing relationships with the uh, engineering community, the architectural community, owners, and if you're good, you can, you can, you can do very well, very well. How long have you been uh, involved in this field? Well, <laughs> um, in uh, May of this year, it will be 50 years. Wow! Um That's fantastic. Congratulations! It, it is, That's huh? Thank
0: amazing. You.
2: Thank you very much. But uh, it's been, it's been good. There's been, um, there's been a few rough rough spots but at the same time uh, you can always fall back on the skill trade it gives you a an opportunity to uh, to take advantage be an accountable responsible individual
1: so patrick in your role do you work with recent graduates and people that are kind of going through this um, apprenticeship program
2: Yes, as well as no. And the reason I say no, this is post-high school, but we have numerous uh, degreed apprentices. They've got a four-year degree, and it's just not working out for them, and they want a skilled trade. They want that option or options that, uh, that give them some flexibility. And so they need it. We offer it. Any skilled trade will do that. Uh, it's like being a, uh, a surgeon. We're licensed by uh, the state of Colorado. Uh, you can go to the, go to the uh, DORA website and find my name. Uh, because we are licensed, we deal with a lethal energy source, and you always want to make sure that the public is safe and they're not, they haven't, uh, they're not electrocuted. So, I imagine
1: that over the years you've had exposure to a lot of different apprentices over time. Absolutely. I'm wondering if you could share with us some of your observations, um, you know, in just, in just working with people and
2: changes that you might have seen over time. Well, the apprenticeship effectively started in 1941, and it's evolved over the years, and the uh, the way that people were, were raised um, back uh, right after World War II to now has changed drastically, as everybody knows. Uh, it seems like one of the big, um, <laughs> the big changes is uh, apprentices or candidates will say, uh, you know, I really, I really want to do this, um, but I only want to work four days a week you know i got to have my uh, either monday or friday off and it's like whoa can't do that when the job's working you've got to be there you can't get any experience if you're not on the job likewise you can't get trained if you're not in class so there's no uh, there's no option and it's that it's that transition that a lot of people they kind of struggle with it you know they want to work they'll work 12 hours a day but it's got to be on the days that they want to work so that's, that's been a big change, and um, technology has, has entered into the equation a lot. There's a lot of tools, there's a lot of materials that you have to stay up to speed with. You have to be on top of the, uh, ahead of the curve, thinking about it, because it's not necessarily about how strong you are, it's how smart you are. Mm-hmm. It's how you can use the means, the methods, the equipment, and make sure that you're doing things to where um, you are employable. And um, consequently, we, we're always asking uh, candidates, hey, would you, would you hire you? Because if the answer's not a resounding yes, maybe you better uh, look in the mirror and maybe strap it on a little bit tighter.
1: <laughs> that's, a, that's a great question to ask. We might need to add that to our interview uh, questions, Lori.
0: I
2: think
1: that's a good one. Would you hire you? What traits do you see in successful apprentices?
2: Number one, they have to want to learn. As we, we say all the time, it's, uh, this is adult education. It is certainly not adult daycare. So um, if you want to work, we will teach you how to be an electrician, and at the end of that journey, you can have a very successful career and look back like i said uh, look back sitting out on the back deck and shake your head yes it's been a good ride excellent as a general percentage
1: do you have a sense of how many people successfully complete this course of study
2: in this process what is absolutely just a a real small captive group Uh, you have 10 applicants that get in the program there will be uh, 30%, Thirty percent, three will drop out, but seven uh, complete, which is that's way above uh, colleges. You know, yeah, that's completers good. at the college level, we uh, we we're more effective than than they are, and you can have the the college uh, degree. Uh, there's college credit available for our curriculum, so you can complete your degree, then you combine a degree with uh, some field experience. Now you go to an employer and you say, "Here I am." You know, mm-hmm. how much am I worth? Because uh, chances are, you better hire me because you don't want to compete against me. And uh, it, it gets to the point where, you know, it's it's effective, and you can take it as far as you want. Go into business for yourself. Start your own company. You'll certainly have the foundation. And keep in mind, you're you're looking at. Uh, Robotics, you're looking at artificial intelligence, uh, things that are going to have an effect on just jobs. And so you need to look at what, what's a career I can do? What is something that's gonna, going to have a, uh, an effect on me for the rest of my life? Or is some machine going to take my job away? Then what am I going to do? And technology... Uh, the whole environment, the, the work environment is changing daily. So it's, it's a struggle to stay on top of it, and we do. We have to, we're always revising. Uh, electricity is dynamic. Uh, I, I really believe that until science can have a photon, have the magnetic uh, principles as an electron, there will always be a need for electricity. Um, you know. They can't, they can't make the photon do the work that, that the electron does. So we look at it as a, uh, a pretty long range career, a good career path that's uh, gonna be around way longer than me. Mm. <laughs> what, uh,
1: what advice would you have for a young person today who not quite sure what they wanna do, coming out of high school in today's world
2: There's many choices that you can set on the table. Um, I would suggest that they actually write it down, and having to go in concert with that, hey, can you write? Can you read? Do you know basic STEM concepts? You know, that's science, technology, engineering, math. And lay something out that makes sense and give yourself options. Don't back yourself into a corner, because if you do, you might not, you might not like the result. And then what are you going to do? Because you've wasted that time. So put yourself in a position where you can have options that, uh, that are flexible. You know, you don't want to settle, you don't want to settle in life. And yet, there's numerous college graduates that have no idea what they're gonna do just because they've got that uh, diploma in their, in their hands. They don't know yet. It's gonna take them a little while to grasp exactly what they've got, what the potential is, what the drawbacks are. Mm-hmm. And so, in our case, we say, hey, maybe you get a skilled trade. Maybe you become an electrician. Gives you options. You. Uh, you can take it many, many different ways, from the IT side, of voice data video, to heavy industrial. It makes no difference. If it's got photons or electrons running through it, we can do it.
1: This is really helpful information for our listeners, Patrick. It's something that uh, our community doesn't hear a lot about. And so I really appreciate you coming in. I'm wondering if you had a magic wand and you could get a message out to every parent in the state. Sure. What
2: would that be? Make sure that kids understand that they need options. They need some flexibility. They, uh, they need guidance, obviously. They don't, know, <laughs> they don't know how to run the race yet. They think they do, but they don't. And they need options. They need some flexibility. And specifically, I have uh, Four children, eight grandchildren I'm a much better grandfather than I ever was a father, um, but I always try to to make sure that you know, hey, what's your options? What do we have? so if I could have a magic wand, it would be uh, hey, make it make it magic enough that uh, oh, no I don't want to do that okay, here's another option here's another option, nice. and you have to be flexible enough to do that so That, that would be my desire. It's always a valuable conversation. That perspective. Absolutely.
0: Patrick, do you have any resources that we can post possibly with our podcast? So if some of our listeners, listeners, they're like, Oh, I want to look more into
2: this. We've got a website that that folks can go to. It's djeatc68.com and there I would suggest that you check the links tab up at the top right of the web page and check out all of the links because it's gonna give you insight into way more than what I've described.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you. I, I hope our listeners today play this for their children, yeah. their high school kids. So um, thank you for taking your time and sharing your expertise with us and.
1: Absolutely, we really appreciate you taking the time. My pleasure, thank down, you. Patrick.
2: Thank you for that opportunity, appreciate it, and uh, really, y'all keep doing what you're doing with getting that communication out, having that open communication, which is extremely meaningful. We're all smarter than any one individual, and that collaboration works. Thank you. Thank you. You bet.